Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 22 of Missed Conceptions. I'm your host, David White. And to everyone who has pledged on Patreon so far, thank you very much. Uh, we will have some thank yous a little bit later, but uh, we are not quite halfway to our first goal. Uh, our first goal for Patreon is $150, and basically what this means is that Misconceptions will be able to take care of itself. We'll be able to pay our SoundCloud fees, our uh, eventual website hosting fees, and that would mean that we could get, you know, like a website and have like a wiki for the characters, possibly putting the characters' theme cards up there or some art, a little bit of backstory, um, and some cool things like that. So, if you haven't pledged on Patreon yet, please, please go do that. It would help us so much if you could just give $1 a month. If every one of our listeners, we have approximately about 130 listeners just on iTunes. This isn't counting our YouTube and SoundCloud listeners, although we appreciate them as well. But if all our listeners went and pledged just $1 a month, we could already hit that $150 goal. However, if you want some extra goodies, you could pledge a little bit more. Like, you could give $5 a month. And this would get you access to Misconceptions After Hours. And uh, what that is going to be is... Uh, it's going to be... Huh, how do I want to put it? A smorgasbord of previously unreleased audio. Like, um... Unedited episodes. So you'll be able to hear all the off-topic conversations that we have. And I have to edit out. Um... And also, if you pledge $5 a month, very soon I'm going to be posting the very first ever episode, never listened to before, previously unreleased first episode of Missed Conceptions. Um, this was the first time we sat down and recorded with the characters. We made them and then we wanted to record a short uh, adventure with them just to like see how the recording worked and... Uh, how the characters work together and like what their personalities were and what their powers were um, and it, it was a it was a pretty fun experience but we just never released it because I mean it is you know it's like the pilot episode for some shows where they have like characters and then in episode two like those characters are totally different or they're played by somebody else well our characters are all played by the same people but it is a very different crew uh, so if you're interested in hearing what is essentially our session zero uh, of our character creation process, although at the time we didn't have those character creation rules, so we didn't know what a session zero was. But if you want to hear the misconceptions session zero, go over to Patreon, pledge $5 a month, and that will be coming out very soon for your enjoyment. Now, let's thank some of our Patreon patrons. D. Andrade, thank you. Chris Cook, thank you. Sebastian Schmidt, thank you. Barold, thank you. Peter Gates, thank you. And if you would like to be featured in a Patreon shout-out on any of our episodes, pledge $2 a month, and you could hear your voice immortalized forever in the sound waves of the internet. And to keep the intros relatively short to our episodes, 
Uh, I have decided to replace the SoundCloud shoutouts with the Patreon shoutouts. Uh, this does not mean that I am not, you know, looking at everyone who has followed us on SoundCloud because there has been quite a few since our anniversary announcement and our partnership with City of Mist. Um, and, and I'm super excited about that. And to all our SoundCloud listeners, thank you, and I see you. Uh, but just to keep it relatively short, I won't be doing those shouts out. But I do want to continue to give a shout out to our iTunes listeners who leave us a rating and reviewing on iTunes. So, Nerdy Box, thank you for your review on iTunes. Um, I'm glad that you like the show. I am very flattered that you think we are the quintessential actual play podcast. So, Nerdy Box, I salute you. In fact, I just did the motion even though I'm in this room by myself and nobody can see me. But, hey, I salute you. I did it again. Anyways, let's go ahead and get to the episode. pizzeria again. I told, him, I told myself I'd never be here again. <sighs> Too many issues. Now I'm stuck with these idiots. <sighs> God, I hope this doesn't go south. Dude, did you yeah. see that? Nope. What? The iron door over there. How did we how did we miss that? Oh. It's probably because we're not omnipotent game masters, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. There's, there's a secret knock. What is it? Yeah, that. Alright, man. Let's try this. Alright. So we walk over to the door, uh-huh. and we... The door slides open. He looks at you. First-timers? Here. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Slides the door behind him. And he just stands at the, the top of the stairs. Uh, and there are a staircase that leads down... Uh, beneath the building, beneath the alley that is behind this, and you see it kind of opens up into a hallway, uh, but you can't really see where the hallway goes. You just see that opens up into that. Rin, back to you. And so Rin's just whispering to himself, can you believe this guy? I had to stand at the freaking door, and you shoot him. Gosh, now I gotta deal with this dumb guy's body. Now I gotta make it act like it looked like an accident. He's not dead. Well, no, just just that he's like falling. Okay, or okay. Yeah, and Ren just like, oh my gosh, and he's like, whatever, and he just like throws him very weakly. Throws him yeah. into more, the room. It, less throwing and more just moving out of the way and continuing to let him fall to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so Ren, you know, there's like a... I imagine there's like a 2,000... Um, yeah, really old yeah, desktop. Just, just yeah. an 
old desktop. Yeah, there's a really still, old desktop for like blocky. business, and then there's like a uh, a another desktop screen that's obviously for the CCTV, uh, the closed circuit cameras. Yeah, um, and you could see different feeds from that. Uh, you see, there's obviously a feed to um, the main dining area. There's a feed in the uh, kitchen. There's a feed in the office, and you can like see your hand moving around. And then you see there's another feed of a long hallway. Uh, it's just stone walls on either side. Uh, there is one big door or set of doors on one side, and then two smaller doors uh, on the other side of this hallway. And you see there are like stairs leading up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see a feed of just a huge room and all these tables, all this elaborate decorations and all these finely dressed people gambling. Uh, but then you see there are two other feeds and they're just black. No input coming from them. And then we transition back to you two. Um, you're standing at the top of this staircase leading to an underground layer. We go down the staircase. Okay. You go down the staircase. You see a long uh, hallway, uh, stone walls, on the right side, you see two very ornate doors, uh, a set of doors. Um, and then on the other side, the left side of the hallway, you see two separate doors. Uh, not ornate, just plain, ordinary doors on the left side. Uh, the closest one is the room on the left, and then about halfway down the hall is the ornate doors. And then the last door on the left is those are the plain doors on I'll the just knock on the we'll knock on the close, the closest one. Okay. You knock. Move on. So mm-hmm. you go to the door at the end of the hallway. Uh you knock on it. Uh or actually do you knock? Mm, I don't think we do. Okay. Um you try to it is locked. Okay. Um I'm going to look in my bag for a set of lock picks. Okay. Going to roll a change the game. She does have lock picks. She has to. Eight. Okay. She locked you have into Esther's bar. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, right. So go ahead and roll a sneak around with that plus one for um, uh, your lock picks that you just found. Okay. And then also can I use plus one for like either inside information or word on the street? I don't know which one applies more to that, but like street skills. Uh, sure. Why don't you do word on the street? Okay, so eight. Okay, with word on the street and the lockpicks. Okay, um, Bill. While she is doing this, your phone starts to go off. You look at the name. It is Jeremiah. Yeah. What is it? I'm enjoying a day off. Well, that's not important. Actually, what I need you to do is I need you to show up and I need you to do your job. Uh, I have a few cases that need to be worked, and I need them to be worked tonight. I'm not scheduled today. Whenever you work for me, you're always scheduled. Now I need you to make a choice. Did you hang up? Yeah. Ooh. Um, I think you should take a crack... In your um, your occupation, a crack. Yeah, or 
Yeah, it would be a crack because it's related to your logos theme. For employed by the. Mm-hmm. So you uh, you actively operate in such a way that is <coughs> counteractive to that. Uh, but Linda, he has that uh, terse conversation, and as he finishes, you open the door. It slowly swings open. <coughs> um, you walk inside, and you are met with a very grisly scene. Uh, there is a reason this room is locked. You see in the middle of the room is a steel table. Um, and along the walls are different tools. The tools and the steel table all have blood on them. Um, this was obviously some sort of torture room. Um, Does it look like a butcher shop? You could say it is a little bit of a butcher scene. Um, but there are actually... Uh, so on one wall, there are all these different tools. And on the other wall adjacent to it is uh, a wall with a bunch of pictures. Uh, and they are pictures not of all the grisly aspects, but pictures of the faces of what you can assume, judging by the fact that they look dead in the pictures, people that have been on this table before. Um, Linda, you can assume if this is where Jimmy hung out, this must be his workroom. Holy shit, Snacks. Huh. Well, he's not in here. Do you want to look around? Sure. You look around for a little bit. Uh, you see there is a camera in the corner, but if you look closely, you can see that the wires have been pulled out. So whatever feed there was to this room, there is none anymore. Uh, but for the most part, all you can find in this room is the blood from past victims, the pictures of past victims, and the tools that were used on past victims. There's a there's a clipboard. Um, itinerary or something? Yeah, like, <clears throat> uh, almost like an itinerary. It has dates, and then it has a few terse details. Uh, like a couple of days ago, there was one that says, girl with uh, fire for hair um, lasted one hour, dead. And you see a lot of this. Uh, basically, all of these entries end with dead. So he's killing... What are we called? No, what are we called? Why? You? Uh, you don't... You don't have a name for in in the game. Like the game mechanic term for it is rift, but you've never heard that term before. Uh, you've heard Jimmy use the word freaks. Uh, whenever he was fighting you, he called you a freak. And in fact, he called all of y'all freaks. So he's killing people like us. Guess so. Is he trying to get information? Or is it some kind of? Nasty experiment? The duration seems like maybe he's finding, looking for people that last longer. I'm not sure. You know, you're, jo <clears throat> <clears throat> you're 
check out the other. Yeah, let's go. Let's go check out the other room. Let's go check out the other room. Yeah. I'm gonna say Ren calls Bill at this moment. Okay. Yeah, because you saw them on the feed, and they stepped mm-hmm. into a room, and you don't see them on any feed anymore. Bill, are you guys okay? I saw you. You stepped in a room, and then you just disappeared. Yeah, we're good. We found uh, the butcher's shop or the butcher's lair. It's disgusting. So. Well, is there a camera in there? Maybe you can plug it in or something or turn it on. Maybe we could just get a snapshot so that we just have this as evidence or something. I'll take a picture of my phone, but the wires look ripped out pretty good, and I'm not an electrical engineer, so. Okay, just bring as much as you can, and then I can record it and um, destroy the evidence, or at least hide the evidence so that no one can find it. All right. So what do you want to take from this room? Bring the list. Okay. Actually... I'll take a picture of the list on my phone. Okay. I'll take a picture of the room. Take a selfie. Oh, my gosh. Uh, All right, let's go check out the other place. Okay. You go to the the other door. It is similarly locked. You're up. Do I have to dig in the bag again for the lockpicks? No, you have them. Okay, you've, you've, cre- <laughs> yeah. you've actually created a um, a, a story tag. tag yeah. Oh, okay, excellent. So, with my word on the street, if that's the one we used in uh-huh. my lockpick, I have uh-huh. seven. Okay. So as you are jiggling with this, the bouncer who is actually at the top of the stairs kind of hears this noise and walks down. And sees you trying to pick the lock. Hey, what the hell's going on here? And then the he reaches, he starts to reach for uh, a weapon, and uh, we go into bullet time. I'm going to make a shield. Okay. Um, and get in front of her. Okay. And, like, build a tower shield, so. Okay. So you're trying to protect her? Protect me, but she happens to be benefiting. Okay. Sounds um, like Bill. Okay, go ahead and roll a. Uh, I guess a change. Would that change the game? Cheers. <laughs> Are you sure that sounds like an investigate to me? No. <laughs> um, using tattoo, tower shield. Uh-huh. Six. A six? Man. Okay. Seven so, would have helped. Six yeah, is as you are as you're jumping, uh, you cannot react fast enough, and this guy pulls out his beretta and fires two shots at the both of you. Uh, <coughs> both of you roll a face danger. At least it's a low caliber weak pistol. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just using my till I collapse. That's the, only, that's the only one. I don't have any other freaking defensive ones. Because I'm not successful in crafting the tower shield. But or you still, not, you still not, have it. Okay. So, you could so I'm just it. not successful in getting over. And, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, You're so. not successful in shielding her, but you can still shield yourself. Tower shield. Hey. Eight. Okay. You. Uh, or nine. 
Okay. You take a uh, a wounded one status. Or ten. Okay. Or a shot one status. Uh, so do you have any... Do you still have some residual stat eye? We, we slept overnight. You spent it to connect with your mythos, so I don't actually think you healed anything. So go ahead and step that up by one. Uh, Rin, from your feed, you see that a guy has now uh, fired off some shots, and you also see that from inside the gambling room, uh, they obviously heard the shots. From the, the looks that people are giving each other and some bouncers that are moving towards the door. I am going to call the cops. Sorry, are you calling the cops? Yeah. Okay. You go ahead and... Yeah, I think that's the best option because I can't do anything. Okay, you you call the cops. What are you going to tell them? Hey, I was... I'm eating at this pizza place. What is the freaking name? Uh, of Fat Tony's. Fat Tony's. I keep wanting to say Little Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating at Fat Tony's and I just heard gunshots. But it's coming from inside the building, but... I can't see. It's clearly not in the kitchen. I don't know. Could you get someone here? It sounds like they're screaming and... Okay, sir. Get to a safe distance. We have dispatch on the way. Thank you. And hangs up. Okay. Uh, Back to you. Uh, Linda, you haven't acted yet. What do you want to do? Okay, so are there door handles on the outside of the door? And yes. what kind of handles are they? Are uh, they the ones that go out and down? No, just a, just a round. Uh, like mm-hmm. a doorknob. Okay, well... Are they big the the that fancy they could... the fancy doors have those uh like door handles like the levers. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm That's the fancy about. door. The door that you're in front of has a typical doorknob. Okay. Um I want to go to the fancy doors and look around in my bag for maybe like a little length of chain and a lock and see if I can get them trapped inside. Okay. Go because ahead and Surely there are more guys with guns in there. Yeah. Go ahead and uh let's see what you got. For yeah, your, well, I have my magical bag. So that puts yeah. me at eight. So you you pull out some chain. It's not the most sturdy chain, but you lash it around. Uh, you tie it as best you can without a lock or anything. Um, but you you create this and you feel the door buckle outwards as the bouncers are trying to break out through the door, and now they find that it is blocked. <clears throat> is the bouncer still in front of me? Yes. Is he on the staircase? Uh, yeah. He's he's. Like three steps up. Hmm. I want to lasso him. Okay. I'm using a tattoo manipulation. Uh huh. Risk taker. Never tried this before. Mm hmm. And that's it. Okay. <laughs> I'm using family ties. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I learned how to tie knots. I don't know what you want. Oh my gosh. Oh. Uh, eight. I'm going to say gain the upper hand. Okay. So you gain one juice. How do you want to spin that juice? How do I want to spend it? Mm-hmm. Is it the upper hand that I'm spending? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say I lasso over him uh-huh. and let it drop down to like his legs and then pull. And he's going to fall down the stairs and drop his gun. And that'll be okay. So you're juice. so by gaining the upper hand and using that juice, you're gonna burn his gun. Yeah. Okay. So you you lasso him, you pull him down with a two. Uh, his head like 
cracks against the stairs and his gun goes flying out of his hands. Uh, but as you pull him towards you, you see like the streak of blood from the back of his head as you pull him across the ground. Uh, he is unconscious and badly hurt. Huh. All right. And then is that door still being banged on? Yeah, so they're banging on that door. You see the chain is about to give way. Uh, however, you were successful in unlocking the door, but right as you unlocked it, that dude started shooting at you. Yeah, let's get in. Okay. Okay, so you push your way in, slam the door shut behind you, and as you do, you hear that chain boonk, break apart, and you hear people file into the, uh, the hallway. Let's transition to the public park, where Faye and Esther have met someone mysterious. All right, we, uh, we resume. The, uh, the leaves have parted, and uh, this elegantly, or not elegantly look, or dressed, she's not elegantly dressed, but she's this elegant-looking woman, uh, drops out from the, um, from the foliage. Uh, her white hair is braided together with petals uh, braided into it. She has a flower crown around her head. Uh, her dress seems to be made of a silk, but when you look at it again, it looks like moss. It's a strange uh, thing. Is it blue and gold, or is it black and black? Or I don't remember what that meme was. But um, it seems to shift how you, however you look at it. It looks different. Uh, but she steps through the foliage. She looks at you, and she has a very kind smile on her face, and she says, "Oh, hello, children. What can I help you with?" Faye's, like, looking at Esther and then looking at Muhammad, trying to figure out if she's the only one saying this, if they're saying it too, what's happening. They, they're both looking right at her. Okay. How'd she sneak up on us like that? <laughs> I have gotten very good at walking around these woods. All right. Who are you? My name is Lisa. What is your name's? I don't think I want to tell you. Come, child, that is okay. I know we are strangers in the woods, so you really don't have a reason to trust me. But she walks a little bit, and she waves her hand, and you see a vine come out of the forest, and it kind of curls up underneath her, and she sits down on it. We are all friends here. Esther turns to Faye and says, Are you sure you don't know her? No, I don't know her. I don't know every person who controls plants. Do I know, like, about ability stuff? <clears throat> like, I mean, um, obviously. Yeah, but you and Woodard have seen, we've seen so stuff. many stuff. You might have even worked cases where you had to help people with also, those. I moved a chair okay. and hit my heel, and it hurt really bad. So because like, you also so had... Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I just, I wasn't sure if I was, like... Yeah. I mean, it's still like, oh, okay. Faye, like, can't decide if she, like, wants to run up and hug this person because it's, like, the first person she's met who can also control plants or if she wants to, like, run for her life. So you just see Faye, like, lean in and then, like, lean back. <laughs> it stops. And so she just keeps, like, going back and forth and back and forth. Esther just puts her hand on Faye's shoulder <laughs> just to keep her from moving. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you say you came from again? Where you come from is 
not important. It is where you are now that is important. And right now, we are together. You're a little weird, lady. <laughs> Thank you. That wasn't a compliment, but uh, whatever. Faye, this seems like you're going to have to take this one. I don't... I don't know. Where did you learn to control plants? Hmm. Learning, discovering... It is just who I am. Do you know that your answers are really annoying? (laughs) I've been taught that. So Faye's going to um, walk up very cautiously, but with the mist all around, Faye's going to, like, keep vines, like, moving next to her. I want to do, like, a sneak around check um, so that she can, like... Oh, so are you, like, snaking vines through the mist behind you, but it's, like, Uh underneath the mist so she can't see it? Yes. Okay. I like it. Very neat. Um, Plant growth, the more the merrier, because hello, forest. Mm -hmm. And snooping around. That Robin Hood thing's coming in handy this time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 12. Okay. Yeah, so you very carefully sneak these vines behind you as you walk towards her. Um, They're just following behind you. Okay. Why exactly are you in the forest? I gave up the machinations and the concrete jungles of man long ago. This is uh, where I feel... Uh, at home. Where is this exactly? Well, this is, uh, you're still in the city that you are used to. But, uh, some might call this forest uh, dark. It might be foreboding or forbidden. Uh, I myself think that this forest is, uh, quite enchanted. And, like, as she looks at you, you see, like, a, a, a sparkle in her eye. What do you want to know from us? Oh, my child, that is nothing I want from you. I am quite at peace where I am. Uh, But I think there are things you have to ask me. Are we alone in the forest? Child, you are never alone. And all the while during this conversation, the mist is just billowing around your feet. Um, But not moving up. Yeah, it's not like crawling up you. It's not like going anywhere, doing anything malicious. It's just this mist that you have seen before and are a little apprehensive of is just flowing everywhere around your feet. Why is the mist here, and can you make it go away? Hold on. What is this mist stuff? That is a a good question on many accounts. Uh, To answer yours first, uh, no, 
I cannot control this mist. In fact, I don't think anyone can. And to answer your question, this mist is a... Uh, how you would say, a, a lifeblood of the city. And not just this city, but uh, to many worlds connected to it. It uh, flows through these worlds and into ours. But I assure you it is quite harmless unless you tamper with it. What do you know about us? I can see that you don't trust me. That's not what I asked you. At this point, um, Esther has her ring um, and if somebody was paying close attention they might see it begin to flicker Um, and she's trying to um, sense surface thoughts at this point to figure out like is this lady like trying to mess with our heads like what is like what's going on in her mind Yeah, especially since she just said that about I know that you don't trust me. Mm-hmm. So. Go ahead and roll a uh, investigate. So surface thoughts. Uh, do you have anything else? Um, maybe, and you can say no on this, but maybe life lessons because, like, I kind of know how to read people a little bit. Like, he's taught me how to, like, I don't know. Okay. So go ahead and roll with a plus two. Okay. Nine. Uh, okay, so what two questions do you have? Um, does she have malicious intent? You sense benevolence and malevolence in equal unity in her. It is not that she is all bad, but it is not that she is all good. Uh, It is almost like morality is not a thing she concerns herself with. And then I want to sense if she actually, um, if she knows us, like specifically, like she knows that I'm Esther Black. She knows that she's Faye Carver, like... Okay. I want to know if she actually knows us or if she's just like playing this. So does she know who I am? Right. Okay. Um, No. Is that all you have? Mm -hmm. Uh, And she says, Child, and she looks at you, Esther, what are you doing with your hand? Just a nervous tick. (laughs) Nervous, yes, but maybe not a tick. Do you know where that thing comes from, child? What are you talking about? She smiles. So, do the three of you have things you seek? Many people who come to this forest have many things they seek. Some things they are intently looking for. And others they don't know exist but desperately need. Uh, 
We're looking for something that has been causing a lot of harm to us and to others. Hmm. Have you seen such something recently? I might know of what you speak. A, uh, a monster that is out of time. And not to say it is running out of time, but it is not of this time. Do you know where it is? She smiles. It is safe. Do you have control of it? He or she who would control a beast has lost a part of what it is. Because nature should be free, unchecked. It should not be controlled. And yet you control the vines. She kind of looks taken back. Control them. No, child, they are my friends. Your friends that do exactly what you want them to do. <laughs> Not all the time, no. Sometimes. Much like I would think uh, your friends help you when you need it, but other times they might frustrate you. But yes, to answer your question, I have seen this monster. We're looking for something else, too. We're um. looking for kids. <laughs> <laughs> that have disappeared. There's no good way to There's say that. There's no good way. So just go with it. Many children come into this forest. Oh and, uh, but I believe I know what you speak of. Where are they? I have to find them now. For what purpose? I have to return them to their parents. How about this? We make a deal. I will answer a question for each of you. If you help my friends and I. What sort of help? What sort of friends? <laughs> she motions all around her. The only ones I have. But. <laughs> Just know that at this moment, Esther, <laughs> Esther's face is like, what? <laughs> she is not into all this. <laughs> oh, man. That eye roll. Um, okay. Um, mankind uh, cares very little for nature. You can tell by how they try to block this nature in, contain it, keep it from getting into their neat, structured homes and buildings. But even then, they still take things. They still encroach upon what they have cordoned off, for lack of a better term. But to get more to the point... There is a gathering in, uh, in this park. In fact, there are many, many gatherings. 
and it hurts us. The noise, the stamping, the the vapor, the speaking, it invades on what should be left untouched. I would like you to do something about that. So you want us to stop the concert? Yes. That uh, music is much too raucous for our ears. It's just that we're doing a lot right now. And it's a little overwhelming to also be in charge of the concert, and there's just a lot going on. I mean, I guess I could take a look at their permits. Yes, you humans and your bureaucracy. But, uh... I assume this is a life you have chosen, child. You could be free of detachments. Free of human cares and worries. In fact, I suspect there's a part of you that wants that. But uh, regardless of my choices and where I've come from and why I've chosen to be here, uh, that is, as you say, my deal. All this time, Esther's been digging her foot deeper into the ground (laughs) to see if it has any effect on this thing. Oh, so you've been like maliciously digging into the dirt? Well, I mean, like, I'm just curious if that's going to affect her. Like, okay. I don't know. Not You've like been... sitting there, like, stamping my foot or something. Yeah, but, like, like, I'm just, like... Slowly grinding, like, your heel into the dirt or, like, mm-hmm. the toe of your, your mm-hmm. boot. Okay. It doesn't seem to have any effect on her. Mm-hmm. And whenever she looks at you, you almost feel like, oh, does she know? Is she going to say something? And then she, like, her... Her gaze lazily drifts over to somebody else as she keeps talking. <clears throat> and all the while, she's just reclined elegantly across this, this vine couch, as it were. Look, lady, the safety of these children is much more important than your forest and this concert. So I'm going to need you to tell me where they are right now. Nothing is more important than the world we have been given. And you might have forgotten that with your pollution, your metal, the things you've built with your own hands. But this world was here before we were. It demands our respect and our nurture. So you're okay with kidnapping kids? Oh, no, no, child. I am uh, quite at peace with children. They are not so... uh, grown up, as you might say, as a destructive. Yep. Children aren't grown ups. Glad (laughs) we could all agree on that. (laughs) But some adults, as she looks at you, are a little childish. And underneath your boot, you feel like the earth (laughs) pop back into place. Got him. You said you would only give us one question each if we stopped the concert. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure you have more questions, but child, I don't have all day to answer your questions. And besides, the most fun part of a journey is finding out the answers for yourself. 
I don't think we really have a choice here. Uh, yes, I was just about to say fine the minute you said that, so that's perfect. <laughs> Esther, are you in? <sighs> and Faye, like, <laughs> glares at her. And Esther's are glaring. You in? <laughs> <sighs> Whatever. Uh, with a wave of her hand, you see the way behind you open up and the trees begin to thin out. She says, I will expect you soon. So I guess we're going to the thing. How will we find you? She's so shy. I don't think we'll have a problem with that. She seems to know what she's doing. <laughs> You're so trusting for a lawyer. <laughs> I didn't say I trusted her. <laughs> so you take a few steps, and all of a sudden, the dense part of the forest is gone. You are standing at a clearing, um, and you hear the doom, 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 the thumping of a, a bass. You hear music. You see flashing of lights. Um, I said you're in a clearing. You're not quite to the clearing yet. But walking a little further through this uh, wooded area, you believe that you are very near the concert. Uh, night has fallen by now, and so the, the <clears throat> concert scene has picked up full beat. Okay. So, so I guess we're just yeah. going to go up to the concert. Okay. Walk towards it. So you, you walk to the edge of the forest, to the clearing. You see a huge stage set up, all the lights, uh, everything's flashing around. This is like an EDM concert. Um, so you see people spinning poi. There are definitely people smoking reefers near the back. Um, and on stage, you see a, almost like a Daft Punk kind of outfit. He has a huge uh, helmet on, and he's spinning a track. And, you know, he has the headphones up to his head, and he's going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, doesn't say anything. He's just... Yeah, yeah, almost like almost akin to Dead Mouse. Um, but yeah, people are dancing and jumping up and down. How in the world are you going to stop this concert? Uh, let me go find the people in charge. So I just go up to the like security guys and be like, "Hey, I'm a lawyer. I need to talk to these guys." Okay, you uh, you find uh, you find some security. Uh, they're spaced around the perimeter. Um, yeah, you walk up to one of them, say you need to talk to whoever is in charge or whatever. Um, and they say, uh, hold on, I have to get my Lisa voice out of my head. <coughs> um, I mean, they're not, they're not here right now. Uh, what exactly do you need? What can we help you with? Well, I got an anonymous tip that, uh, you guys aren't up to code on your permits for this event. So I need to find out whoever's in charge and figure this out. Okay. Go ahead and roll a convince. Can I add Linda Hand? Not I mean, Linda sorry, Hand. Pro bono yeah, pro bono lawyer, yeah. I said the completely wrong thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what do I, how do I do it? Uh, roll 2d6 and then add one for that, for that. Okay. Uh, thing. Eight. Eight? Okay. Um, okay. Say, all right, come with us. Uh, are you taking Esther and Faye with you? I don't go with. I'm gonna go behind the stage. No, okay. I guess not. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, I'm like griping at her about why did we get into this? <laughs> yeah, okay. Esther's like, that's what we were doing over here. Esther's like behind me, just rah, 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 and Faye's just like. Okay. So as he walks you up, uh, he's gonna walk you to talk to somebody. Uh, what do you two do? I'm trying to find where all the power is coming from. I'm griping about why we're bothering with this right now. Okay. Uh, do you want to roll a sneak around to like sneak, or are you just trying to? You're just walking around in plain sight. No, I think I'm so distracted with everything and like her constant phrase of like part of you wants to be here in my head that I'm not sneaking. I'm just like bulldozing straight ahead. Okay. Um, you see, uh, there are some generator things set up behind the stage. Um, man, they have some security and things around it just in case, you know, no punk teenagers come and mess with it or anything like that. Uh, but it seems like most of this is just coming from generators back behind the stage. There's security people or security, like, locks? The security people. Okay. Uh, and actually, you can't get too close to it because there is a steel barricade keeping the crowd on this side and the stage and all the crew hands on the other side. Um, but, Muhammad, uh, the security guard walks you up to the barrier he kind of motions somebody over to him, or he actually just talks into his uh, walkie-talkie. Um, and then you see somebody with a headset and a clipboard looking very flustered come up. Uh, yes, can I help you? Yeah, I need to look at your permits. Uh, what? Why? We're fine. I got a code that, or a call that said uh, your co- permits weren't up to code and you weren't supposed to be having this event tonight. Well, we cleared it with Harold, and he said it was all right, so I think that's going to be all right. Well, I'm not Harold, and I'm going to need to see him for myself. Got to roll the convince. Eight. Eight again? Okay. <clears throat> Different eight. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right, fine. Uh, he pulls out the permits and everything. He's like, here, you see Harold signed this, signed off on it. Everything's good. We have it all zoned off. I mean, we paid the down payment. We we have this venue for the night. See this form here? This is the wrong form. You need form D673-A. This is form D674-A. He takes it and looks at it. He's like, Harold told us this was what we needed. Harold sounds like a moron. Well, you know what? I'm going to call Harold. Uh, what's your name? Jim. <laughs> Jim Halpert. <laughs> okay. So while he goes to call Harold about Jim Halpert, uh, what are you two doing? How do you plan on calling this thing off? I don't know, Esther. Could you maybe turn turn back? (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think so. (laughs) Could you maybe just turn on your charm for a second? So we can get past these security guards and these barricades. Oh, is that what I'm supposed to be doing right now? Because last time I checked, uh, my bar was destroyed and uh, everything was going to hell in a handbasket. Yeah, Esther, it sucks. But we have some other things going on right now besides just your bar. So get your head out of a place on your body and stop paying attention. <sighs> Let's go. Thank you. So Faye's going to like go over the barricade. Okay, as soon as you try to get over the barricade, a security guard rushes. Hey, 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 ma'am. Uh, 
you need to stay on that side. Hi, I am with, um, oh man, you know, he has the headset and the clipboard and he's all in charge and everything. And he needed me to come back here and check on everything um, just to make sure that it's all running well. Yeah, roll a... Uh... It's gonna be a hard <laughs> so while Faye is doing that, Esther's gonna like sneak around behind stage. Okay. Roll a convince. <laughs> Subtract like three. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you climb the fence? It wasn't a fence. It was just a barricade. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, going to be the dumbest guard in the world. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and roll a. And just roll a convince. And you don't know who your boss's name. I don't know. I don't know how to. I only have one tag. If it makes you. you feel better. Just don't. What tag? tag? Looks harmless. Looks harmless. Mhm. She does look harmless. Go ahead. Go ahead and roll. Go convince. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Twelve. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Sorry, you just got a dumb guard. Oh my gosh. Oh, here. Why don't we add that to him? So I say all of that. Grab his face, kiss him, and push him back. <laughs> what? So now he's just confused what? and lets me go. Uh, he, oh, oh, hmm. You mean Wyatt? Yes, of course. Uh, 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 he's clearing his head. Uh, what was your question? I just need to go check on the generators, please. Uh yeah sure I'll uh, I'll I'll come with you. Okay that'll do. And so he escorts you over there. Esther, are you rolling your sneak around? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Amazing. Um, so I'm gonna use. I don't know. <coughs> Life lessons, I guess. Okay. I don't really know anything else. So. Okay, go ahead, roll. Six. So I'm feeling sneaky okay. today. Yeah, <laughs> as as she is distracting, uh, you kind of go into the forest, and then you're trying to step over the barricade to get into that space behind the uh, the generators. But somebody near the generators sees you, flashes a light on you, says, "Hey, beat it, kid." Is he by himself? No, Is he I mean, by himself at this point? He's the one that shines it at you, uh-huh. but there are other guards, like, next to him. Or not next to him, but, like, in this area. And so they all kind of, huh? So they're all looking look at, at me you. at this point? Yeah, not all of them, but, like, some of them in that area just turn and look. How close am I to him? Mm, 30 feet away. I want to punch him. <laughs> well, he's 30 feet away. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Mm. Shove a wheelbarrow. Rush him. <laughs> so how does he even know I'm a threat at this point? He doesn't. He just sees you sneaking over the fence. I'm just gonna pretend I don't hear him and keep going over the fence. Ma'am, I told you get back behind the fence. And he unbuckles something at his waist and pulls out a taser and starts walking towards you. I. 
get over the fence. <laughs> okay. And realize that there's somebody behind me, and I turn around and I start doing sign language. <laughs> you doing sign language to somebody like to him? Yeah, like saying like <laughs> like I'm deaf, like I can't hear you. Roll, so <laughs> roll a uh, a sneaking around. <laughs> Amazing. <clears throat> There's gotta be a tag for that. Mm, um, I don't think so. I mean, my life lesson. Uh-huh. He taught you how to act deaf? Yeah. Tell me how to get out of a sticky situation. I suppose that's true. And can I use my Inspire Calm? No. So like, Inspire Calm wouldn't apply to this. Because, like, he's not... So that he wouldn't see me as a threat. Yeah. You're, but you're not actively using your ring. You're just trying to... Act like you're deaf. <laughs> so no, your ring powers would not apply I wish to this. I had, like on, twelve stuff in my ears that, that I could plug. Like, what? God. I didn't hear you. <laughs> oh, I really want this roll to work. This is gonna be this bad. This will be amazing. I've been sucking all night. Switch them. You know what? <laughs> I need new dice. She's grabbing new dice. <laughs> it's the thing, man. Always have spare dice. Ooh. Oh, a three, four, a four. Four, So you start just what you think is sign language, (laughs) but really you're just slapping your hands together and like almost like Naruto Shippuden style doing all these symbols. And then he's going to taste you. So roll a face danger. Poor Esther. (laughs) Um, Okay. You'll get mad at me if I do the other. So can I see what's going on from where she's at? I don't think so. Okay. No. <laughs> Just double check. Um, so. You might hear it in a second. <laughs> I use Daddy's fighter to like maneuver, like. Okay. Try to dodge it. Dodge it or whatever. Okay. I don't know. Try to dodge the. Try to dodge the. Dodge the tase. Three plus. Four. 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 Okay, so you take a. <laughs> a stunned um, three status? I think that sounds appropriate. Don't add this to your injured, because this is not you getting hurt. This is just you getting hit by a taser. So, uh, do it. Yeah, stun three. I think that sounds appropriate for your taser gun. Like so, three dashes are up to the number three. Up to the number three, yeah. Um, so yeah, he, he try to do the sign language. He doesn't buy it. He just, and, uh, you, you fall to the ground and he walks up to you. Uh, and he says, Hey, Jimmy, uh, can I get help with this? And then another security guard starts walking over to him. Um, back to Muhammad. Yeah, Harold, I'm telling you this guy uh, I don't know, Jim Halpert. He's saying that our code—we're not up to code. Yeah, well, that's what I told him. You signed off on everything, and this won't affect our deposit at all. All right, that—that's what I thought, and that's what I told him. Okay, okay. He hangs up. I don't know who you are, but you need to get out of here and stop wasting my time. Oh wait, that wasn't his voice. I don't know who you are, but you need to get out of here and stop wasting my time because I have a freaking concert to run. All right? 
Get rid of him. Plan B, I'm going to threaten him. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to use... The, the security guard is still right there oh, with he you. Is? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then if he's distancing the security guard at me, I'll just fight the security guard. Okay. I'm going to use Ursine Transformation to just look, get bigger. Just okay. Like, just like slightly bigger to make myself look more intimidating. Okay. Go ahead and roll <laughs> a, a, a change the game to give yourself some juice to make yourself look bigger. Uh, eight. Eight? Okay. So you get one juice. Okay. And you can create a story tag, uh, burn a power tag or story tag, but that wouldn't make sense for right now. Uh, or give or reduce a status, which wouldn't make sense right now. So, I'll just create a story tag. Yeah. But I just look. Okay. Much Go ahead and give him one of the, the status cards. And you have a. Uh, Bulked. Yeah. <laughs> Bulked up one. Okay, so you, you grow a little bigger. Uh, your clothes grow tighter against your body as they, I mean, your mass increases. Uh, you start to loom over uh, this guy and the security guard. Look, I'm not going to ask you again. We need to shut this thing down because it's obvious that there's something shady happening here. Don't make me call the authorities. Okay, roll a convince with your uh, bulked up one. Anything else you could add? Order? Sure. Uh, ten. Okay. He he looks. Hey 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 man. Uh, listen. I don't I don't want any trouble. I don't know what you're trying to do. You're obviously a big dude. You could probably rough me up. Listen, we we just gotta get. Let, let's just get to you know, uh, intermission or whatever. Get halfway through the concert, and then we'll we'll shut it down after that, huh? All right, I'll make that deal. Just shut it down. Okay. And then he quickly walks away. What do you do? Leave. Okay. Go try to find the girls. Let's transition back to Bill and Ren and Linda. Um, Bill, did you leave that dude there? Oh, yeah. He's on the ground. So, Ren, as you're watching the the hallway camera, you see these bouncers come out. They wordlessly look around. They see the other bouncer laying on the ground with, like, a streak of blood coming off his head from the stairs. They run over to him, check him, and then they run up the staircase. Um, the two of you. This looks like a bedroom. Uh, it is empty, but there is a messy bed, uh, some personal effects, like a small plastic wardrobe. There's a closet that's open. Uh, it's very messy. Um, but this looks like... I mean, it just looks like a room. Somebody has been living here. There's nobody here right now, though. No pictures? No pictures. Search it. Whoever would like to roll and investigate. Or you can both roll me and investigate if you wish. Let's do that. Nice. Yeah, 11. 11? Okay. I don't even need a roll. (laughs) I make, I make, I make a ta- yeah. I make a tattoo magnifying glass. <laughs> What'd you roll? Three, three. Okay, so you don't get any clues. I can't see through it. Um, so so the way investigate works is you get clues equal to your power. So, did you use any tags? 
I don't think you no, did, but you I don't still think get anything that I could. Yeah, use. you get one question. Oh yeah. Yeah. So maybe inside information. Yeah. Because I get my inside information from investigative reporting. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you you have one clue, so that means you can ask me one question about this room, and I will answer it. Uh, and since you rolled over a ten, I have to answer truthfully. So <laughs> you get a lie. Well, on a seven through nine, I could give you half truths or fuzzy or incomplete truths. Or I could have your investigation expose you to danger. Uh, but since you rolled a 10 or above, you get one truthful answer. Are we allowed to collaborate on what we want to ask? Um, sure. Since, since Bill is in there with you, I'll say that maybe he could give you tips on what to search for. Okay. You should ask. I mean, we can assume this is Jimmy's room. Um, but what would be useful to ask? I I feel like we have to know for sure if it's Jimmy's. Yeah. Can I ask that directive a question? You search around. You look through different effects. Uh, you find clothes. You find um, uh, weapons. Uh, weapons that you know that Jimmy has used before. Uh, clothes that you have seen Jimmy wear before. Um... um Let's see. You also find uh, um, a crumpled up piece of paper, and when you kind of smooth it out, you see that it is the hospital release form for when he was in the hospital, uh, and it does have his name, Jimmy Salasio, on it. Um, so this is definitely Jimmy's room. Bill, uh, while you are looking around, kind of looking at the different stuff there, you find... Uh, you like pull open uh, the like the uh, the side drawer beside his bed. Pill bottles all in there. Uh, you look at them, different painkillers and things like that. But as you're looking at these different empty bottles, you see there's a different type of bottle. You lift it up, and inside, instead of pills, is this fine white powder. Uh, you turn it over to the front. And you see a symbol that you hadn't seen for a long time. Uh, it is the symbol that was on those drug pill bottles when you first teamed up with the crew. Uh, this is a powderized version of the drug Marcus was producing. Uh, it is half empty. And so you can assume that Jimmy was taking this. Hmm. I'm going to take it so he doesn't have it anymore. Okay. I am looking through a stack of papers, and it's all very messy and nothing seemingly important. And then I come across a flyer for an upcoming uh, campaign election debate. And in red letters is the written the word HIT. Okay. Like it's gonna be a hit. <laughs> huh, huh, huh. So as you'll remember, uh the mayoral uh election for the um, the city's mayor is coming up. Uh the running incumbent mayor, uh 
it is not official, but he has ties to the mafia. Uh, he is running against D.A. Pip Hamill, uh, who is an upstanding guy, wants to um, get rid of organized crime in the city. Uh, so these two have very different views on the city. Um, but she finds this. It has a date. It has a word, hit, written in big red lettering. Um, whatever that means. Uh, and the date is a few days away, uh, next week. All right. I'm going to leave the pill bottle where I found it so that he doesn't know we've been here. I'm going to call Ren. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. And what Ren, do you want? From, from the office, you can hear the, the wailing of sirens getting closer. Listen, guys, I called the cops to get the bad guys busted, but you really need to get out of there. Is the hallway clear? Yes. The bad guys are all gone, but... Just be wary. Is it clear? Those those guys that were in the hallway ran up into the uh, the dining area, and then one of them like started looking around, like asking questions, and the other like ran into the kitchen. Oh damn! Uh, and he's just kind of walking around in there, like asking the the cooks and things if they saw anything. Okay, so the only person who's seen us is the guy who's unconscious. We can still get out. We just have to act natural. Let's go. All right. Okay. Go ahead and roll a sneaking around. Lock the door. <laughs> I'm taking a picture of the thing, of the flyer. Of oh, the flyer. Okay. Yeah. Are you taking the flyer? No. Okay. Why aren't you taking the pill bottle? Because then he'll know we were there. All right. If he I comes got in. a seven. A seven? Okay. Would you stop with your noises? It's it's part of who I am. <laughs> well, we don't like that part. Sucks to be you. Eleven. Eleven? Okay. Um, Super sneak. Rin, what are you doing at this time? So, Rin is still on the phone with... Uh, I was about to say Ben. No. <laughs> Rin is still on the phone with Bill uh-huh. and is talking with him. And he's like, all right, so h- how many guys are there? There's From what you can see, there are more men inside the gambling room, but they're trying minutes. to keep everybody uh, calm and, like, keep the business going and things like that. And then there's one unconscious guy on the stairs, and then the one in the main dining room and the one in the kitchen. Okay. And so I'm like, all right, Bill, there's one guy in the dining room. I'm sure you guys can sneak past him, but it would probably be best to go back through the kitchen um, and leave out that side door rather than going out the main door. Where there's more cameras. And there's also a guy in the kitchen right now that you may need to take out for me. No, no, no. You, you get yourself out of this mess. We're going out how we came in. If you can't do it, let us know. Okay. So, you Bill. You just to take him out, you scumbag. You're risking that whole operation. <laughs> oh, whatever. Bill, you very stealthily open the door and make your way up. Uh... Linda, you stay behind to take a picture of that note. Uh, and in that time, it took you to take that picture and follow after Bill. 
uh, one of the bouncers steps out from the uh, the gambling room to just kind of poke his head out right as you step out, and he sees you coming out of Jimmy's room, and he's going to pull the gun out, and he's going to take a shot at you. End of episode. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Missed Conceptions. Our next episode will be released on March 26th. If you have Facebook and Twitter, please follow us on there. We will be posting updates about the show, behind-the-scenes pictures, things like that. And also don't forget to go pledge on Patreon after listening to this episode. Remember, $5 a month will get you access to Missed Conceptions After Hours, where you can listen to previously unreleased audio. Ooh, how sultry. City of Mist is an RPG created by SonofOak.com, and if you go visit their website, you can purchase the physical core rulebook, which is a massive and beautiful creature. But if you use our special discount code, MistConceptionsFan, all one word, all lowercase, you will get a special discounted price. So that is a little thank you from us to you that can be cashed in, and you could almost quite literally take it to the bank. The music you heard at the beginning of this episode, and we'll hear here in a little bit, was composed by Aaron Wharton. You can find more of his music at AaronWharton.net. And that is all for this week's episode of Misconceptions. I am on spring break, so I'm about to relax super hard. Uh, There is nothing more lethargic than a teacher on spring break. Or... There's nothing that is frantically cleaning the house and doing a lot of chores as a teacher on spring break. I really don't know which one I'll fall on, but it will probably be the last one. Anyways, y'all have a good week. I will see you back in two weeks. Hugs and kisses. Keep it nerdy, y'all. <laughs>